still hurt? Stop it. No, is it all right? It's fine. All right. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor with a tummy ache at Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. I don't have a tummy ache, but... A little bit. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. It's okay. Uh, Pat and Deb and I went out for lunch together, mm. and uh, because some of the restaurants just defy the governor, they mm. said can't be open, and they're like, we're going to be open anyways. And you went. Oh yeah, to we go, support. We, we, we go to all what of those. they're doing. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And um, and so we went there, and I had a steak sandwich, which was mm. delicious. Uh, but see, I go to the only one that's allowed to be open, Foxfire. Oh really? That's the only one. Hmm. And Noble House. Yeah. Okay. There's yeah that they're not allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want. You know what? I'm not gonna say the rest of them. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, but I I think I ate too. I, I've been skipping lunch. Yeah, yeah. Not not for any purpose. I've just been not going out and eating anything. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so is that oh, because uh, is Jen shaming you? No, she would never. Has she been critiquing you mm-hmm. in your figure? No. Now that she's no. been. Oh, now know, now that she as opposed to when what. No, like when she was a dumpster MMA? fire of a person. What? You're like now that she first what? of all, Jen's always looked good. No one said I yeah, was you were implying I, like no, oh, this is fine. I like, was implying she, she'd been doing the MMA. Okay. Right? She, ju- jiu-jitsu, not jiu- MMA, okay, but, sorry. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu. And uh she's been on a very healthy regimen. Oh yeah. All the way around. All and yeah. and No, she's never she's never like just like when I was running and I was in really good shape, I never shamed her about not exercising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, she does not do that to me. All right. Well, no. man. So I, I, listen, I because was just, I taught her how to do this. How to do this? Okay. How well, to be I, the one that excels. Well, I was just trying to no. uh, no, support I'm you. I'm just skipping lunch because I'm busy. I'm doing stuff. You know what it's like. I, you know, you've been crazy busy. Yeah, crazy busy. Mm-hmm. But at least I'll, at least I'll still have lunch at my desk. Yeah, with your little salad. So, um, Ugh. I'd rather have nothing. See. All right, for a guy my size, yeah, right, I'm typically about one to two meals a day, mm-hmm. right? So I definitely always have dinner. I got to have dinner, and then uh, uh, either I'll do breakfast and no lunch, or no breakfast and then I'll have lunch. Why wouldn't you have three meals a day? I don't know. I find if I well, you know what? This is exactly why. Okay, why I typically skip lunch, mm-hmm. or I'll do like a. You just told me like I said I skip, and you're like I, psh, I just got, even though I'm busy I have lunch. Yeah, yeah, not all the time. Okay, but what I'll t- uh, if I do skip, I like to skip lunch mm-hmm. because then I do feel like bleh, like bloated or every time I see you having lunch at your place of employment, mm-hmm. it's a salad in a little Tupperware box. You know that that those greens kind of go through. Are they, uh, do they move you? They, 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 they it's move a very moving me. lunch. It's a very moving <laughs> lunch. And so, yeah, you know, I just got to take care of business and, you know, go from there. But no, I'm sorry to get your tummy hurts. Like, it doesn't hurt. That's fine. I'm just a little, I, well, no, it's I mean, you a few asked, hours. I did as you asked. I rubbed your tummy. Okay, you're doing that, all right. Thank you. No, it does help. It's it good? settles okay. everything. It's settled. Okay, yeah, good, it's, good. It's not gurgling and like, see, I like to rub it so that. I'm moved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully uh, I'll make it through a couple of uh, podcasts, a couple of episodes here with mm-hmm. you. And then. Um, this will be great. Yeah. So we're back in the catechism. Yeah. The Baptist catechism. Yeah. But today we're looking at question 18 in life. You know it. Oh, all right. Well, why don't you go ahead and read it? It says, uh, 
What was the sin whereby our first parents fell from the estate wherein they were created? In other words, what did they do? The sin whereby our first parents fell from the estate wherein they were created was their eating the forbidden fruit. Forbidden fruit. Forbidden fruit. Yeah. So, um, apple. No, definitely not. The worst of all the fruits. And we've <laughs> talked about that. We've talked about this. <laughs> uh, kiwi? Kiwi's good. Yeah. Kiwi's good. I do like kiwi. Kiwi. And I'll take any other fruit. Than an apple? Yeah. Depends on the apple. Apple's fine. But yeah, but okay, Honeycrisp is great. But yeah. still, it's still an apple. It's, uh, the best apple can't compare to the best of any other fruit. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm right. See, I really like mango, but I don't like how I don't like mango. Dirty, like like you know, like juicy, like your hands yeah. get kind of sticky. Yeah, I just don't. Is that like why that. you have people feed you? That's exactly when you're not eating why. mangoes. That's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever this fruit was, this was the problem that they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And mm -hmm. it's interesting because you know we talk about Adam as our federal head. He mm -hmm. was the one who represented us. Eve was the one who was deceived by the devil, at least explicitly, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and was the first to eat. But it speaks of our parents together. The yeah. sin whereby our first parents fell from their estate, so they both sinned, uh, was breaking this particular law. Now, Jimmy, where do we go in the Bible to read about this incident? So uh, Genesis 3, mm -hmm. verses 1 to 7. There they are. Would you like to read it? Sure, I'll read it. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened. And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So the woman saw the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. She took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who dummy. was with her. What a dummy. And he ate. Then the eyes of both were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. Mm-hmm. Great passage. Uh, I mean, it's very meaningful. Um, even people that aren't Christian and don't take this literally like you and I do still find it to be a an, a beautiful explanation mm. of how corruption came into the world. That even if they don't think it really happened, they still see like this is a this is a powerful story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We recognize that it, yeah, it is a powerful story, and the reason it's super powerful is because it actually did happen. So when I was in Bible college. Oh, here we go. Here's my here's my moody mm. education. Here we Coming go. Coming back. You ready? Here we go. I'm I'm ready. The serpent. Serpent. Probably looked like a dog. Pro wait, what? Probably was fluffy and cute. Probably had a tail and furry. Okay. Probably had legs. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what they taught me at Moody. Well, they taught you that it was probably a dog. Well, not that it was a dog, but it probably looked something like a dog. Like, do you remember do you remember the movie? Uh, the never-ending story. Yes, I do. So, like that. Like that, like but that, smaller? But smaller, exactly. Bro, this is amazing mm -hmm. that I had that, yep. and we're on totally. the same wavelength. That this is, is the story, according, according to uh, Dr. Benware uh, back in the day. <laughs> and the reason, like... Wait, 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 wait. About who? Benware. Okay. Is he the one that wrote that uh, that uh, Herman Newt's book, uh, Playing by the Rules? 
No, that's Stein. He's a baller. Oh, Stein. Okay, Ben Ware. Which one's Ware? What did he write? No, not Ware. Ben Ware. Not Ben Ware. You're thinking Bruce Ware. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, okay, okay. okay. At least you're not thinking Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Okay. No, <laughs> Dr. Ben Ware. All right, so, and the way, and I remember thinking, that, and I, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm like a three-year-old Christian, been mm-hmm. reading the Bible for only three years, and I remember thinking like, what are you talking about? Like, this sounds so weird. And uh, he was getting there because he was saying, well, first of all, we know that the serpent was cursed. And the part of the curse was that it was going to have to crawl on its belly. So it probably had legs and it probably didn't crawl on its belly before then. Secondly, uh, there's no way a, a, a creepy looking snake can roll up on a woman and be like, sub girl without freaking her out but this it, is pre-fall it had to look cuddly no it doesn't matter had to look cuddly but this is pre-fall no, i know pre-fall and it would stick with that so pre-fall no fear no yeah but but he had fallen so he was a freaky he couldn't be a freaky snake i'm just telling you what the guy told me okay okay, okay, okay. listen it was nuts it was crazy so um People make so much about this, like, oh man, was, how did? Why didn't she freak out? The snakes talked. Did, did animals talk? Was that a normal thing? And they get way into the weeds on here. Hmm. In some way, shape, or form, the devil used the serpent to tempt, talk to, and lead Eve astray. Now, what's his question here to Eve? Yeah, did God actually say? Mm. Uh, you well, that's the question, right? But uh, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden. So that's. That's that's not what God said. No. Right? And so he's he's twisting. He's yep. already twisting, put trying to put things in her mind, trying to get things messed up. Did God actually say you can't have any of these trees? And uh, she's like, no, we can eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But there is one tree mm-hmm. that we cannot eat, uh, the one that's in the midst of the garden. Now, she says this. You can't eat of it, nor can you touch it, or you'll die. What do you think about that? Some people make. Some people will say, "Ah, right here, Eve is now adding to the words of God," or is it much ado about nothing? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it feels to me like it's there's that twisting, right? Like, like you mentioned, there's that twisting. Uh, and so let's. Why don't we look back to? I mean, he didn't say you can't touch it, mm-hmm. but what would be the purpose be of touching something you can't eat? Right. Well, I think what would be the purpose? I don't know. Food fight. Food fight, you know, just like a like they're a gonna friendly. Have, they're gonna they're gonna have a fight. You well, didn't say we couldn't have food fight with a god. <laughs> <Hey>. Catch twenty two. <laughs> Found my way around it. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I, I I think the, the the purpose of touching it would be to eat it. I mean, you're, I, yeah. I think that's I, I I don't see Eve here as adding to God's word in some crazy way. I as much as I think she is expressing her understanding, like you don't. You don't eat it, and to touch it would be to consume it. Why else would you pick the fruit? Yeah, it's kind of like like when you tell your kids, you know what? Like, don't you touch my Xbox controller. Right. Don't you touch it. You Don't even look at it. Don't even think about it. And it, and the point is, like, don't jack up my Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, do you have Xbox? I do. Wow, I'm surprised. It's kind Why? of ghetto. Well, because I would figure, you know, the Fowler household would have at least the PS4, if not a ps5 right now well two of them yeah but why 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 you have xbox uh that's for the garage it's cold in there uh, did you take the xbox from your kids first of all no i did not first of all that's for your kids it was downstairs in the basement do they have something to play down there uh they have their nintendo switch okay that's fine then so first of all that was my xbox from back in the day there's no such thing yeah wait wait it's the old xbox yeah oh my gosh how 
That thing's how, like 10 years old. How can you be the guy that flies in first class? Yeah. For, first, what's it first class. Yeah, first class. And uh, and all that. And you buy your shoes and your bags. Yeah, yeah. But you have a, a junky old system. Because I have a J-O-B and I don't play all day. That still doesn't make any sense. Why yeah, don't does. you have the better gaming system? But why? Because I don't have time. To, games. I don't have time to play. Then why I have rarely, any gaming system? Uh, yeah, just so you know, I actually that thing, I haven't played it in six, seven. Okay, I haven't played. I haven't played it in five, six years. No, no, Hold no, on, right no, no, five, six years. And so when I did finally plug it mm-hmm. in when I wasn't feeling good, and I was mm-hmm. hanging out in the you garage for the day. Okay. Tummy, yeah, tummy ache. And I was hanging out in the garage. Mm-hmm. It took like four hours to do all the updates. Yeah, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna take your Xbox away and I'm gonna replace it with one of those games that you used to use on car rides that's filled with water and you have the buttons that you push and it makes the little hoops go up and you have to hook them onto the rings. That's gonna be your new thing because you don't play enough of games. You uh, well, have a- first of all, I already have one of those. those it's awesome. in the shower. Uh, why are you sidetracking me with so many ridiculous no, things? Why would so, you have that in the shower? So, Because I have a steam shower and so I like to play the game while I'm oh sitting gosh, in, the, in you- the steam thing. Okay. Close the door. Just right, let, of... let, let, let's get back to this. What? What? You don't do that? No. But you want that steam shower, though, don't you? Uh, yeah, I do want a steam shower. I, I would like it. All right. So when 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 Eve says, "Oh, you can't touch it," uh, we don't think she's adding to it. There, there's. I mean, of course, we could be wrong. She could be. She could have a. She could be confused on this. But I think the point here is, you know, what you were saying is like, well, what would be the purpose of touching it? Unless you're going to eat it. Yeah. Like if you're not, like, that, that goes together. All right. So she says, no, no, no. This is the one fruit that we are forbidden from eating. If we eat it, we'll die. And the serpent says in verse four, you will not die. Well, flat out contradicts God's word. Yeah, yeah. Like flat out says God is a liar. God is keeping you. Which, by the way. Oh, here we go. Is the foundation of, of like satanic religion. That the Christian God, uh, who doesn't exist at all, but, uh, but the Christian God created by man, they would say, is all about denying you the opportunity to become the person that you should be. So when you say satanic, uh, now are you talking about like, now this is, I have to go to your realm here, right? Now, I, from my learnings from mm, you, right. as, as my mentor, okay. as my pastor, okay. uh, there's a difference between Satanism and Satanism proper? No. Oh, all right. Continue. But there are two, there are roughly, there's a few different kinds of Satanism. Okay, so okay, so I but not Satanism proper. Does one actually worship a physical being? No. Oh, then there is no physical being named Satan. Oh, I don't know. I'm, you not t- even in the Bible is there a physical okay, you being. You teach me, teach me. Okay, I don't know. Stop, stop trying to get Why? me. Stop so first of all, to- hold on. You were telling me that there's something in the Bible. Going to the Bible when yeah. we're talking about Satanist yeah. doesn't fly. Why the same logic? Oh, Jim, not even the Bible has a physical. There is no physical Satan. Okay, but I don't know what the, I don't know what those people believe. Okay, you're okay. Here's here's the thing. There's Satanism uh, of the atheistic variety. There's no God. There's no devil. Satan mm-hmm. represents the idea of adversary and they combat religion and false religion. It's all about the emancipation of uh, fleshly desires. Freemasons, and, go. No, but, um, and then there is, like you could call it theistic Satanism. Oh. These are the people <gasps> that believe in uh-huh. the being, A not, being. not bodily. Uh, so, I'm but, still right, proper. Not, but not physical. Well, you again, we're, nobody calls it that. Well, we we yeah. have we have we have theology we have, proper. Thought, yeah, the Christians have theology. Proper. So, um, see, so they worship uh, they worship a being called the devil, and even and, and those people like that are of the really kind of nutty variety. Um, you know, they would like say you could they say look, it's kind of like when they when they re 
uh, interpreted the Karate Kid to show that Johnny was the good guy and um, uh, Ralph Macchio's character was the bad guy. Remember that old YouTube video? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know we've talked about it. I know. So kind of like that. But the difference. You know, now that we're watching Cobra Kai, mm -hmm. I, I really think that that was on something. I, I, I do think that. Um, How would you feel? That you're hanging out with your friends, playing yeah. around, mm -hmm. riding your bikes, your mo your your little what dirt bikes, yeah. and you see some guy hitting on your girl. Uh, they were just uh, playing. Oh, yeah, they were playing soccer. Uh, they and, were just uh, playing, and and Johnny was the one who was uh, getting physical with the girl, defending. Nope. It, what, oh, that. oh, with the girl. Yep, getting physical. Physical, not like pulling away the 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 boombox in her hands, not letting her walk away. He got physical banter. No, sometimes no, battery. That's <laughs> the difference. All right, so so the devil is is, is contradicting what God says outright. He says, and I can't get. I, I'm I'm really excited for the new season three. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're, I'm really we're gonna excited. talk about that. We're gonna okay. talk about that. All right. Uh, in another episode. So, um, in fact, he says, "No, God knows when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil." Now, the devil, of course, isn't altogether wrong here, right? They will know the difference between good yeah, and evil yeah, yeah. in a completely different way when they do this, in but experiential way, right? And he's tempting her to luring her, appealing to her sense of pride, uh, to go beyond the bounds of God. And how do, how does she respond here, Jimmy? In verse six. Verse six. So when the woman saw the tree was good for food. And that it was delight to the eyes, and the tree was to be desired to make one wise. She took of its fruit and ate, and gave some to her husband, who was with her. So yeah, like so, it it, it looked good. Um, you know, it was uh, gonna taste good. That's how we know it probably wasn't an apple. And um, <laughs> but the most thing yeah. was to be desired to make one wise. Yeah, yeah. That that's. That's big because I think even um, Bedham in his um, in his exposition of this, uh, listen to a couple of these these questions. Right? Hmm. Was there in this sin the lust of the flesh? Uh, Genesis three six. Uh, she saw that the tree was good for food. Lust of the flesh, satisfying, satisfying worldly yeah. desires. Yep, yep. And the lust of the eye. She saw that it was pleasant to the eyes. And the pride of life, which is what you're talking about. Yes, for she saw that it was a tree to be desired to make one wise. So there is this temptation that is pulling her towards evil, mm -hmm. particularly in the form of pride, which is why a lot of theologians would argue that the very first sin was, in fact, pride. All right. So do you think that's why? I mean, yeah. I, I've heard people mm -hmm. talk about uh, in reference to this to like uh, the Ten Commandments, right? Uh, the first one being you shall have no other gods before me. Right. Because right? that sense of pride, mm -hmm. ego, placing oneself above the authority of God. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. That basically all sin can be traced back to pride and figuring out how that. Is that Luther? Well, I, man, I'm sure Luther said it, but I don't know of it. I don't know of a quote. Okay, all right. Sorry, go ahead. But I, I mean, people have said it for centuries. And what helps me, like, and the example that I use is with anger. Um, it was a lot easier for me to begin to deal with my anger issues when I could trace my anger to pride, like directly mm -hmm. to go like, okay, so I'm angry here. What's making me angry? What's triggering me? Okay, so this is the situation. Now, what is it about the situation that's making me respond in an ungodly way? And ultimately, it came down to pride. Like I was being inconven inconvenienced or 
I was offended at what somebody else was doing that didn't even. I, I've not me. received the status that I deserve. Whatever the it respect. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like pride. I do think is essentially at the root of all sins. If you can trace it back, I think it really does uh, become helpful for us in fighting or combating our particular sins. So yeah, she saw that it was going to be awesome for her, at least so she believed. And uh, yeah, she uh, she took the fruit and she ate it. And it just kind of says, so she took its fruit and he ate and she ate and then she gave some to her husband. Kind of glosses over that pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, so not only did she succumb, mm -hmm. but then she shared. Ooh. Right. So she succumbed to to her sin. But misery loves company. Yeah. And no one wants to be alone in the midst of, yep. uh, you know, you want your your ride or die with you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, shared it with him and and he succumbed. Like He, he himself partook. I mean. I would also say he sinned in not stopping, <laughs> you know. There's a lot going on here. And I think it's dangerous to, to make too much of what should have happened or, or could have happened or could have been said in between or reading, reading all the motives into this. No, no, I'm going to read in a lot of my own. You like you like this. to do that? I like to do that. So like like when I read this, mm -hmm. I see that uh, how could she not be afraid of the serpent and that he would crawl on his belly. So he had to have le four legs, mm -hmm. probably, probably furry, be fluffy probably and furry because the ladies like and look really things. good. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh never ending story? Yeah. That white dog snake flying thing. That thing. Yeah. Smaller. Okay. Smaller. I, I like, I think that's probably what it looked like. Um, so yeah, but I do think there is a lot here, right? There, there's a lot going on that we don't, I wish we had more detail. I wish mm -hmm. God expanded this story, but the point of all of this is really to get us to, uh, the stakes and the consequences, like they both disobeyed God. Yes, it began with Eve, but Adam as the representative head is the one who's talked about most throughout scripture uh, because when he sinned, we all sinned. And they both brought sin into the world, but he was the one that represented us and ultimately mm. broke that covenant of works, which has brought condemnation to all. So do we want to talk about uh, probationary period? Do we want to talk about the... Uh, the temptation of Adam, the first Adam, and the, the temptation of the second Adam? Well, we're going to get into that, actually. Okay. Um, a, a, a headship and all of okay, that okay. Uh, in question 19. Oh, all right, all right. I haven't looked ahead. But um, but let, let's touch on this, and we'll, and we'll wrap this up. With mm -hmm. people. It says, then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. So they were already naked. Yeah. They were naked, running around naked. And happy. All the time. Happy and naked. Uh, Bliss. Yeah. Blissfully nude. Have you ever been? No, I've never been blissfully nude. Yeah. All I, My nudity, I only associate with shame. I remember going to a nude beach once. As a kid. <laughs> <laughs> this just hit wrong on two different levels. <laughs> all right. So... Hang on, let me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. So wait, you first of all, you went to a nude beach. Yes. Now it was it was against it. I it was against my will. That's another level of, of <laughs> awfulness here. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're in Hawaii. Okay. Right? And family vacation. All right. And so the locals had talked about this one really beautiful, like cove. Mm. You know, like they say it's, it's a grotto. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's just, it's not, uh, it, it's just beautiful. Yeah. You have to go. You have to go. Ilona and Lanakia, those were the guys, those were uh, uh, our friends there, and they uh, uh, lived there. Okay. And so we make this trek to go. Mm -hmm. And as we're walking, it's like, huh, 
people are walking back, you know, this trail and they got no clothes on. Like uh, totally naked? Totally like, naked. Oh Maybe when they got the towel over around the yeah. shoulder. Okay. You know? And I'm just like, it's in sandals. And I'm like, huh. And so like Elon and Lanakia are getting mad, you know, because they're like, how dare these? Well, in this case, it was Wait, they're like, locals and they don't know about this. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Because, uh, you know, you know how, you know how white people are. Just kind of go do your thing and just take over and have no respect for others. That's what they were doing. Wait, wait, wait. These guys are, these, they're, they're Hawaiians, Elon and Lanakia. If you couldn't tell uh, by the name. Yeah. Okay. I got confused. <laughs> I got confused. So they're Hawaiians. And, uh, so we're going. So the, oh, this is like, uh, this is like a white beach. Well, it's not supposed to be, oh. but there was a lot of white people. So it turned, it kind of casually turned into Casually oh, turned okay. into it. So we're sitting there and, uh, and we're like, I kind of want to go back. I can't remember how, I might've been 12. You want to leave. I want to leave. I'm like, I don't kind of want to go. And Lona and I are like, yeah, we should probably go. My dad's like, I kind of want to see this thing because if it's that beautiful, it'd be great. You, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we went and uh, it's not as enjoyable being dressed and trying to get in the water and old men yeah. uh, and, and women are all around. Yeah, flopping around. Uh, they're just around, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, they're, if they're, yeah, they're flopping. If they're naked, we were there for like flopping. 20 minutes, and it was su- super uncomfortable. I'm like, Dad, this is just really- this is why you're damaged goods, man. This is why you're messed up. It's one of the reasons. First this of all, one of the reasons. What, I've got a lot of experiences that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Let's not even get into Uncle Tommy Ray, okay. the junkyard no, dog. I, I, I won't. <laughs> we won't even we'll talk about Uncle that Tommy for another episode. So, what's the big deal here? They. Why are they naked? Like, who cares? Like, why would they cover up their naked? If they, if before sin entered the world, they could be naked and it wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. Why is it now a problem that they're naked now that sin is in the world? If there's nothing inherently wrong with being naked, yeah. I mean, it, you know, part of it I look at is this like this almost symbolic uh, uh, sense of transparency, right? Yeah. Like, I am exposed. I am exposed, and I must hide quote unquote, my shame. Yeah. Uh, even in the sense that later on, they hear God walk in the garden and they hide themselves from right. him. Right. And we do that. Yeah. In life. Yep. Like if we're ashamed or embarrassed, we, we, we put on airs, we pretend that we're something that we're not. Yeah, we, we try to posture hide. quite often. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Peacocking. That's what Jimmy likes to do, everybody. First of all, I peacock he and peacock. I posture. <laughs> He's the posturing peacock. There, you know, it's two different things. But only when you're no, trying no, no, to close no, no, a deal. No. I know they're two different things. Okay. I just want to yeah, make sure. I said you're the posturing peacock. Yeah. One is like, Flamboyancy. Peacock is, yeah. Flamboyant. And posturing is. Role, authority. I, I don't, yeah, I don't want you to know what I. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want you to know that I want that thing that you're withholding from me. So I, I do think there is a, 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 a metaphorical or symbolic mm-hmm. or um, some sort of, uh, I don't know what to say, but I do think that there's an implication there for how we try to hide ourselves and our yeah. sins because yeah. of our internal guilt. But I also think there's a sense in which. They could deal with their nakedness without shame before because there was no temptation. There was no lust. There was no mm, like yeah, 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 corruption yeah, yeah. is now in the world. And now they don't know how to handle their their own bodies because th- this corruption has now corrupted their minds and their hearts and the way that they think about people and their bodies and everything else. So I think that they're hiding themselves not only because they have sinned, but because they can't even deal with who they actually are. And they can't even deal with actual nudity without things being so corrupted in the way that they would look at one another and judge one another or assess one another. There's a lot going on there. But the the catechism's point here uh, is to establish that there was 
one particular command that was specifically broken, which brought sin misery into the world. It was the prohibition from eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the forbidden fruit. Adam and Eve ate that, and that's what brought misery and ruin. You read about it in Genesis 3. It is the essential answer to why is everything broken, because it starts there. Now, as we go through this, we're going to learn more and more about it, particularly as we get into Adam's headship. Mm. But for now, we can just talk about this. We can talk about on social media. You can get on social media and you can start talking about Jimmy's experience at that Hawaiian beach. Jimmy, if they want to talk about your experience at the you Hawaiian beach. The, you know what I know the sad part? Mm. Years later from our honeymoon, I took Michelle to that beach. <laughs> I was Why like, you got to go. Because it Why was beautiful. Thankfully, it was no longer nude. Oh. So, anyways, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow mm. us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Over on the website, we got blog posts and some video content. Later. Hakuna Matata. What? That's, a wrong, well, that's, that's Hawaiian. Hakuna Matata. Oh my goodness. That's a Hawaiian thing. <laughs>